0: All the way from Lexington, joining us here tonight. Night. Welcome to Monday Night Live in Lexington, you guys. My name is Katherine Kaufman and I'm a psychic medium here in Lexington, Kentucky. Welcome to my Every Monday Night Show. This is where we discuss what and who we are in this journey called life. Good to see you guys over here on Instagram. My buddy, Miss Joy Hall, and my other buddy, KYGS Writer. You are my Monday Night people. Hob474370602. Good to see you too. Um, hey to all my friends over here on Facebook. Let me go to the chat. Uh, shout out to Melissa Bagley and her sidekick, Miss Cleo. Good to see you guys here this evening. Um, so, where all is this streaming tonight? You can catch this show on three pages of Facebook. Katherine Kaufman's page, Katherine Kaufman's Psychic Medium page, and Psychic Academy page. You can go to any one of those three, and you should be able to catch the show. This is also streaming live to YouTube, uh, Twitter, Twitch, DLive, Daily Motion, and we are also going live to the following podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Radio Public, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Overcast. So that's a lot. We should be learning a lot, right? (laughs) What I want you to do is grab a drink. Mine is bourbon. Relax. We're going to have our Monday night chat and uh, learn a little bit about lucid dreaming. A big shout-out to Jacqueline Johnson. Good to see you. And Taya Moore and Cindy Hall. Good to see all you guys here tonight. Um, So tonight we're going to talk about lucid dreaming. And if you have any questions or you want to give your experience with lucid dreaming, feel free to put that in the comment section. Now, lucid dreaming, what is it? Does anybody have any idea or have you ever had any uh, lucid dreams that you know of? Please put it in the comments. And my favorite person in the whole world, Miss Martha Theobald. I freaking adore your R's, too. <laughs> this is an adult show, people, so we can cuss on here if we want. <laughs> we may get kicked off of YouTube, but it'll stay up on the other platforms. Okay, lucid dreaming is a type of dream where the dreamer becomes aware that they are dreaming. And awareness is the key phrase here. Uh, Normally, in your dreams, the dream kind of happens and you are a participant, but you're not actively guiding and manipulating the dream with your consciousness. It just kind of happens. And, you know, a lot of things are happening to you. And in a regular dream, you may feel really helpless about what's going on. And in a lucid dream, you actually take control of the situation. And you, change, you can change the outcomes or kind of guide the dream to the outcomes that you uh, want to see happen. So Martha says, like, when I dream about my parents every night. Yes, especially if, like, before you go to bed, you kind of program your mind that you're going to have that dream or they are going to visit you. Then that's a type of lucid dreaming because you're kind of inducing that. So Martha wants to know what about recurring, repetitive dreams? If they're of the same thing, let's say, let's say I have recurring nightmares about being in a war, that can actually be the subconscious trying to um, bring to your attention that maybe you're having too much stress at work. And it feels like a war zone that you're in and your subconscious is trying to get you to either switch jobs or deal with the stress in a different way. And so the recurring dream is because you're not doing anything about it. So, you know, your subconscious has to bring it up again and again and again to try to get you to do something about that. So Martha wants to know wonder market. So I need more information Martha exactly what is going on in the recurring dream. Um, And a shout out to Angela Adkins. Uh, Good to see you here tonight. So let's go back to the lucid dreamer. Uh, The dreamer can gain some amount of control over the dream characters, the narrative, the environment. And that is the most valuable thing for a lucid dreamer to do. Now this is, some people can naturally do this, but most of us have to learn how to do this. So let's see, Wonder Market as a child, the big man in the tower tried to kidnap your your friends. I'm guessing tried to kidnap peeps. Um... Hmm, I'll have to think about that one, because still I need more details. Um, That could be a recurring dream about stolen innocence. I don't know if that fits or not, Martha, but it could be stolen innocence or um, people's childhood taken away from them. Yeah, so or that or that could be like it could be representative of, um, you know, that could be like the male type of energy uh, invading on a child's innocence or actually capturing that innocence and stealing childhood, that kind of thing. Um, so there's a lot of different interpretations. Only the person who's having the dream kind of knows the resonance of what it's about. And so I can throw out several different interpretations, but the person themselves has to say, yeah, that resonates with me. I think that that is it. So now they're uh, lately using lucid dreaming as a form of sleep uh, therapy for people who are having really hard times with, Uh, you know severe nightmares because if they teach them if they teach this population lucid dreaming then it's always the hope of the therapist that they can use the lucid awareness and be able to guide the dream out of the nightmare into a different platform so anyway so Martha says I don't have any bad memories of my childhood Um, well, your subconscious knows things that have been repressed maybe from your childhood that you didn't realize, you know, there's a bad memory there. Um, because we can certainly repress and suppress things in our subconscious. And then it comes out in the way of a bad dream. As far as your subconscious is saying, Hey, you know, you forgot about this or you suppressed it. And here it is you know something that we have to deal with okay so let's talk about uh, dream initiated lucid dreaming and that's where you train yourself to have a trigger inside the lucid dream that actually turns on or stimulates the person to become aware in the dream so let's say you want to um, place a trigger in the mind to wake you up in the dream so before you go to bed what you would do to do this is you would say to yourself repetitively for maybe 10 times when I dream of a white house in my dream I will wake up in my dream I will become aware so in my dream when the white house appears I will become lucid I will become aware And so you would say that like 10 times before you go to bed. And then what you would need to do is to practice dream recall uh, so that you can journal down what you're dreaming about in the middle of the night. So to do dream recall, what you're going to do is you're going to set your alarm for 2 to 3 a.m. in the morning. Now, typically you want to set your alarm for the second half of your dream cycle. And that is the, the last part of your dream cycle. So classically, it's usually six to seven hours after you go to bed, um, because you want that second half, because that's the most amount of REM sleep that you engage in. And it's the REM sleep that is a part of this lucid dreaming state. So when you set your alarm, Uh, You put a pad of paper and a pen by your bed, and you're going to write down really briefly what you were dreaming about when the alarm goes off. Now, if you're dreaming about the White House trigger that you placed in your mind, then what you would want to do is to try to go back to sleep with that trigger already mentally going so that when you reenter your dream, you're automatically lucid. I hope that makes sense. Hey, to Sandra Lee Small uh, and uh, Carrie Lee over here on Instagram. Now, there's another type of lucid dreaming called it's called the wild technique, and we've already done one video on just the wild technique, and I'll link in the comments after the show on that video if you want to know more about it. And it's where the dreamer moves from waking to dreaming with no loss of awareness. In other words, that would be you going to bed, saying that 10 times that you will awake within the dream, but as you fall asleep, you're staying aware. And so there are techniques in this wild, uh, lucid dreaming state that you can do to Practically push yourself into a lucid dreaming state and we'll go over those in just a minute. So You being able to be aware in your dreams and be able to manipulate the dreams and be able to change the outcomes and uh, recognize You know aspects of the dream and what it's trying to tell you these are extremely valuable to make forward leaps in life, okay? So the first step to lucid dreaming is to recognize or become aware that it is a dream. And, you know, some dreams are very, very real and it's almost impossible to tell right off the bat if you're actually dreaming or not. So one of the suggested techniques for figuring out if you are dreaming or not is to take your index finger and try to push it through the opposite hand palm. If you are dreaming, your finger will go right through. If you're not dreaming, it's not going to go anywhere. Okay, so that's one of the techniques to recognize whether or not you're dreaming. Um, Okay, so let's talk about rapid eye movement and lucid dreaming, because lucid dreams begin in the REM stage of sleep, which, like I I was telling you, is that six to seven hours in, or that second stage of sleep. Um, So, but if you are lucid dreaming and you're in this uh, REM stage of sleep, if you're lucid dreaming, you're actually cycling through a lot of beta uh, band frequencies. And so beta wave is what you're in when you're awake. So what that's telling us is that The awake or aware mind is sort of functioning simultaneously in the dream state, which I feel like that that's what gives you control over the outcome of the dream or what you're doing in the dream. So that was very interesting to find out too. Now, so like I was saying, those who suffer from nightmares can benefit from the ability, to be aware that they're dreaming and to change the outcome. So they did a pilot study in 2006 that showed that lucid dreaming therapy treatment was successful, highly successful in reducing the nightmare frequency and the the nature of the dreams. So this treatment consisted of exposure to the idea, mastery of the uh, lucid dreaming technique and constant lucidity exercises to make sure that um, the person stayed very adept at lucid dreaming. Special shout-out to Mike Lawrence, my son, over here on YouTube. Good to see you. Hope things are going okay in Paducah. They're doing several movies down there in Podunk. <laughs> Thank you. It's nice to uh, have a compliment at my age. <laughs> so... Um, Big shout-out to them and uh, Lawrence Movie Productions and all the stuff that they're doing down there is really exciting. Watch the Facebook page, and I repost some of the stuff that that they're doing. So uh, there's going to be lots of stuff coming out this uh, fall and next year, I think. Okay, back to lucid dreaming. It Also, they're finding through the psychological test that the lucid dreaming – not only is helping with nightmares but it's also helping people who have severe depression or people and this was surprising to me people who self mutilate and other types of psychiatric problems this is helping with as well so that was very interesting in itself and um, the the alleviation of the nightmares and the depression in that type of thing is uh, due to the ability of the dreamer to take control and not feel like a victim within the dream. Um, because most of the time, if you're not lucid, you do become a victim in a lot of circumstances of your dreams. But if you're, if you're a lucid dreamer and you're actually guiding the dream, changing the outcomes... That really goes a long way for self-empowerment, for uh, waking life. So let's see what else they say on this. Uh, His studies are showing that the nightmare frequency decreased and sleep quality improved. So those people who have problems with sleep, there are several techniques in here that we're going to talk about that actually help. So let's go over how to do a lucid dream so this is a one two three four kind of thing how to lucid dream first you're going to want to make your bedroom or your sleeping area as hospitable as possible to dreaming uh so how are you going to do that well they call it sleep hygiene to me i don't like that term because it sounds like you're going to the bathroom But what they're saying is you want to keep your bedroom dark, no ambient light, which I lucid dream, but for me, I have to have the TV going and that ambient light. I don't know. It just, to me, it helps me be aware in the dream because I know that the ambient light is coming off the TV and it's like signaling me automatically that I'm dreaming and I'm in my bed. I hope that makes sense, but they're saying, that experts say, keep your room as dark, cool, and quiet as possible. So, you know, if you're a person who has to have the room totally dark, get some blackout curtains. You can also use like a white noise generator or a pair of earplugs, set the thermostat to cool. They're talking about mid-60s range. Now, I don't know about you, but dang, that's, frigid i I don't i would not be comfortable with that but i guess what the impression is is get the room comfortable as possible that you like before you go to bed and have a calming routine in place you know this is what i do when i go to bed and i and i get ready for bed this is what i do to, to calm down and to Signal my mind that, you know, things are gearing down and I'm going to bed. Number two on this is to keep a dream journal. Um, now, Dream Recall, I'm, I've got some books that you can get on Dream Recall. I'll leave a link to my Amazon shop in the comments after the show, uh, especially on the Facebook page. And you, what you can do is just use that link to the Amazon shop and it will open up. Four different suggested lists of Amazon products that I put together for you guys. And one of the lists is dream workshop or dream working. And it will go over lots of things that benefit you in dream recall, books on dream recall too. But you want to keep a dream journal like I was talking about next to your bed to jot things down uh, when you wake yourself up. Now, this was a really good app, Uh, so you really don't have to have that pad of paper and stuff by your bed. You can use the uh, app Awoken, A-W-O-K-E-N. I checked it out. It is a fabulous app to use. It's easy to understand. Um, The only reason I don't like to use it is I want to be in control of when the alarm goes off and i think the the presets in the app uh, i don't know if you can change them or not maybe you can change them to different hours but um you know i've practiced so much at waking myself up at certain intervals of the night i didn't want to have an alarm go off and and david be inconvenienced waking up with that kind of thing But, for those of you who that's not a worry, that Awoken app is a really good uh, dream journal app to use. It's got a lot of handy features on it too. Number three on how to lucid dreaming is to recognize your dream signs. So, what you're gonna do is when you do your dream recall and you're writing your dreams down every night, you're gonna look for any patterns or triggers Or themes or people, like any regularities that keep showing up in your dream uh, journals, like any people that keep showing up, any themes, like I said, maybe there's a theme of war or whatever in your dreams. Look for any patterns that are reoccurring. And uh, so that what that does is it provides you with insight of issues that may be going on deep inside your subconscious. So looking for those patterns really helps you do your lucid dreaming because the more that you're aware of your dream signs, the quicker you'll be able to identify, oh, this is a dream sign. I remember this. So I must be dreaming right now. And that will stimulate you to become aware in your dream. Hope that makes sense. Um, So number four is perform reality checks. And that was this technique of pushing the index finger of one hand through the opposite palm of the other. So you do this with the expectation that you will be able to make this happen while asking yourself both before and after whether you're dreaming or not. So if you're dreaming, your finger will go through. And if you're not dreaming, of course, it's not going to happen. (laughs) Oh, shoot. Okay. Let's go over this a little bit deeper. Also, another thing that will clue you into whether or not you're dreaming is if you look at your body close up, like if you look at your hands or you look at your feet, if your appendages look distorted, that is going to trigger and tell you it's a dream. Okay. Or if you look at something in your dream and you look away and look back at it really quick, there's going to be kind of a distortion and that's going to clue you in that it's a dream. And once your mind is clued in that it's a dream, that what that does is it's a trigger to become aware because your awareness goes, oh, okay, I remember Catherine talking about that. So that must be a dream. So, Cindy says, I typically do not have remember my dreams unless I've had an alcoholic drink or two before going to bed. Is there anything I can do to dream more often? Oh, (laughs) so, Cindy, it's uh, the fact that you're not aware that you're dreaming. You are still dreaming. You're just not remembering any of the dream. That's why you set the alarm to wake yourself up because when you wake yourself up at that stage of the REM sleep, uh, you will be aware as you're waking up of what is going on what you're dreaming about at that time. Try that and let me know if that works for you. Now remember they said to wake yourself up during the second stage of sleep which is six to seven hours after you go to bed. So I usually, I used to set my alarm for two or three o'clock in the morning. I would say around three is probably three, three 30 is probably the best time to wake up, to capture that essence of what you're dreaming about. So, um, when people say they don't dream, what it's not that they're not dreaming, they're dreaming, but they're not recalling any of it. I hope that makes sense, Cindy. Uh, and when you now when you ingest alcohol <laughs> uh, it changes your sleep pattern and so it may be that when you have an alcoholic beverage the um, brain waves are a little bit lighter and not as heavy and you're recalling the dream just because of the alcoholic influence because you know a lot of people that have, sleep disorders, they will tell you not to ingest alcohol an hour before you go to bed because it can affect your sleep cycle. So the only way it affects my sleep cycle is by allowing me to sleep. (laughs) Okay, let's go to number five is using that mild technique, which is the mnemonic induction to lucid dreaming. And that's when you are repeating yourself that phrase before you go to bed. I will know that I am lucid dreaming or I will wake up in my dream tonight and become aware. And you're going to say that to yourself at least 10 times before you go to bed. Uh, Number six is try going back to sleep. When you wake up from a dream, stay in bed as you write things down in your dream journal and then close your eyes and try to revisit that dream or go back to that point in the dream, but see you're revisiting the dream as an aware consciousness. (laughs) Good deal, Cindy. Good deal. Um, So play the dream out in your mind, but as you, are thinking about revisiting it? You're saying to yourself, "I will stay awake in this dream, and I will guide this dream." Well, good shout out to Yasmin on YouTube. Thank you so much. I guess I did my hair pretty well this evening. <laughs> Number seven is um, the Wilds technique or waking induced lucid dreaming. Now, one of the techniques to doing this, and I've tried it, and uh, it works, but it's very disorienting. And that is when you try to prolong your dream by using a technique where you imagine yourself falling backwards or spinning around in the dream. That is so disorienting for me. It works, but it's not very comfortable and i don't like it so when you try to use the wild's um, induction you can actually force yourself into a state of sleep paralysis which is really uncomfortable i don't suggest it and these other techniques work so much better that i can't i can't recommend that i can't recommend that you do that Um, number eight is wake back to bed technique and that was when you set your alarm and you catch yourself during that REM stage of sleep and you stay awake actually for for about 60 minutes um, after your alarm goes off you can use that time to write down in your dream journal or use that awoken app Um, and As you go back to sleep, you focus on your dreaming, but you focus on staying awake or aware inside the dream. So the focus is not exactly to go back to sleep because your body's going to do that anyway, but your focus is to stay aware and it just kind of naturally guides you into being in control of that dream. Now, there's a cautionary note with this because if you interrupt your REM sleep for a long period of time, you're going to have symptoms of sleep deprivation. So only use these practices on a a short-term basis. For example, you would not want to do this on a night where uh, you have something important to do the next day. And you need a lot of rest and you need to be really focused the next day. Don't do dream recall or try to do, you know, lucid dreaming. Pick out maybe one or two uh, nights, days specifically dedicated to doing dream work and dream recall and lucid dreaming. And um, pick days that you classically don't have anything important to do where you can wake up and maybe be less than optimal. Now number nine really shocks me and that is take up video gaming. <laughs> frequent well this is a new a new thing is frequent video gaming is associated with a better ability to remember your dreams because of the task oriented things that's required of a video gamer. So what they're saying is there are parts of your brain, that you use as a video gamer that are used in lucid dreaming. And so one kind of accentuates the other. Uh, The only thing that they put on here on the negative is just to be sure that you disconnect from video gaming like an hour before you go to bed so that you can get, your mind is still not going in that game when you go to sleep. So to prolong your dream, Try one of these tips and pro lucid dreamers suggest uh, these to help you establish yourself in the state of the dream. Uh, One thing is to rub your hands together in the dream. And you know what that is? That's one of those triggers is getting you to become aware. And so rubbing your hands together in the dream is a trigger for the lucid dreaming. And the other one that they were suggesting is that falling backwards and spinning around in the dream, like I said, to me, that was extremely disorienting. It worked, but it was not comfortable. I did not like it. I can't suggest it. But these are all things that you can do to take control of a lot of situations in your life that are coming up in your subconscious, maybe even like Martha said, repetitive dreams that are um, signaling you that you need to deal with a situation or maybe you're having repetitive nightmares. This is an excellent technique to use to take control of that and once you take control of it in your dream you can more easily do that in waking life and also we talked about was it last weekend or week, week last Monday or Monday before we were talking about how You're most likely to have a psychic attack when you are asleep because conscious mind is not in control of the aura, okay? But if you are a lucid dreamer, then if you're getting a psychic attack or some entity is, you're encountering it in the psychic field during sleep and you are a lucid dreamer, that's energetic. You're energetically controlling it, and you're energetically protecting yourself. And that's where it's at in a dream: is using your energy to protect yourself. So lucid dreaming can go a long way at psychic protection if you are having questionable, um, you know, entity attacks in your sleep. So I hope that helps you. Uh, as always, this stuff will be posted onto the YouTube channel. I was just checking to see if there were any more questions. And I will post those links after the show. The one link will be to the Amazon shop. And if I can remember, I'll put the link to the Awoken app. Hey to Diane Carnival! Awesome to see you tonight! So if you want to help the show out, a couple of things that you can do to help the show is go ahead and hit the share button on your screen and share this out in your news feed on Facebook. If you're on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe and hit the bell notification so that you can get a notification every Monday when I do the shows. Big shout out to South Africa. Good to see you guys here. Um, I will keep you guys updated on when surgery is and what's going on with that. And until then, you guys have a fabulous, fabulous week. I will see you soon. And kisses from Kentucky. You guys have a great Monday evening.